0: Here's Joanne White.
1: Hello, everyone, and I hope that you're having a beautiful day wherever you are. We're going to send prayers out to those people in Hawaii and anywhere over the, around the globe, over and around the globe, to people who are in need right now. And speaking of need, many of us don't realize or don't focus on our health and what that means until we have to, maybe until something happens to us where we really have to take a look. But health is vital, not only vital. I have a guest that we're going to talk to in a moment who talks about how health is wealth, and I totally agree with that. I'm talking about Hilda Larson, who is known as the one who inspires. She's the owner and founder of Inspired by Hilda. She's a certified health and mindset coach, a raw food teacher, author, inspirational keynote speaker, blogger, and a certified detox specialist. She's also the author of three published books, From Hell to Inspired, Know the Truth and Get Healthy, And no more bullshit. She creates online video programs and has her own membership site, Inspired Members. Hilda works with individuals who are ready to turn their health and life around. She is highly intuitive with a strong connection to Mother Earth and to the spiritual world. Called by nature and spirit, Hilda is inspiring many people to take back their power. Her glowing enthusiasm for health and vitality, vitality. Excuse me. Play the leading role in her work. Welcome, Hilda. How are you?
2: Thank you so much for that great introduction. I am great. Thank you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. So, we're. I'm so excited because we were talking a little bit about health challenges and really what that means and you have an incredible story that you wrote about in your book from hell to inspired i know we can't share the whole book today but tell us that story because that was the beginning for all of that what you're doing now in terms of of your knowledge and your gifts about health and wellness
2: ah yes it really is a long story but you know the thing is that i I was just living my life like everybody else's you know you, you, your mother and your wife and I was a business owner, I was an interior designer and I was a uh, spinning instructor I had a health studio at night that I was running you know you're just wanting to do everything and you're growing up thinking that doing you know more is better and looking great is even better than that and having money is great <laughs> and the kids gotta look good, you know all that and And I was just exhausted, but it was normal. I thought it was, you know, it was good. I looked good, too. I was pretty fit, you know, slim. People looked at me as being pretty successful. But the thing is, (laughs) I had no idea that I was just, you know, force against nature. I was so stressed out like everybody else. I was getting diseases like most people, starting with ulcers, you know, until I ended up being diagnosed with severe rheumatoid arthritis, Lyme's disease, and, you know, anxiety. I was popping my pills. I was so happy that something was helping. I was in and out of hospitals and, ah, you know, it was exhausting just trying to get my life back. So I was just following the regular, you know, regime like everybody else's. But something inside me just told me that, you know, you, you, can't, you can't keep doing this. Every pill I took, every new medication they were get, giving me was just making me worse on the inside, meaning the symptoms might get better, like I would get meds for my inflamed joints so that I could walk again. But my inside was falling apart. I was constantly nauseated, like I had a hangover 24-7. My adrenals were shutting down. I was getting depressed. I couldn't recognize myself at all. So after, (laughs) after trying to resist change, Meaning, you know, when a high achiever can't achieve anymore, they just find something else to do. So I started university <laughs> because I was going to be a journalist. You know, I just ditched one business. I went over to the next thinking, oh, I'm doing something better for me now. No, <laughs> I wasn't. And so, so, so the turning point for me was actually spirit, you know, talking to me in my dreams. I had this one dream where I woke up sweating and yelling when I saw all the meds that had been taken, all the syringes, because I was taking shots into my own stomach. You know, I was giving myself shots at twice a week. That's what they give people with, you know, severe arthritis. So everything blew up, and that just shook me. I mean, that really shook me. I would have that dream, you know, like the big barrel, all the syringes, everything just blew up, and the, and the dream came with sound and effects and everything, like I was at the movie, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't shake it. So I ended up one day within the same week, I went home from school, because I, between classes, I was throwing up, like, every time we had a break, Mm. I was throwing up. And believe me, Mm. some people live like this, we just cling, we hold on to standing up, it's like, I don't want to lay down, I do not want to lay down, body, I do not want to listen, you know. So I just kept on walking and walking until that one day I just sat down in my living room. My husband came home from work. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I quit. Like, what do you quit? I quit. I quit everything. Like, what? What did you quit? I said, I quit school. I I quit the meds. Today, all of it, I just quit. And I'm going to lay down right here on this couch, and I'm going to lay here until one of the two things happen. Either I get healthy or I die. And I don't care which. And I really didn't care which. I mean, I was so sick and tired of being sick. I was like, okay, this is it. Either you take me, God, like right now, or I have a mission. You show me. You show me. Because I was born healthy. I had this dream. And I know this ain't right. So you show me, you know. And that was a turning point. And that was actually the start of my hell. That was the start of my hell. You know what? Because then I could really see how sick I was. When I took away all those meds that had been mending my whole physiology, you know, messing with my chemistry and making me into something that wasn't even real, then I could see how sick I was. And that's how sick a person will get if you don't take anything to suppress symptoms. And that scared the shit out of me. I mean, that really made me want to go on and not you know, turn back, you know, turn back to numbing myself down because it was fascinating. I got so inflamed, my whole body. I couldn't even open my jaw. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I I couldn't sit up. I couldn't bend my knees. I couldn't bend my elbows. I couldn't lift my my arms up. I couldn't stand on my feet. I couldn't put pants on because my knees were so swollen. That's what I looked like underneath all the medications. Isn't that freaky scary? To me, it's like, whoa. Right
1: it's it's yeah. scary and yet you had a turning point which which oftentimes whether it's a health issue or something else we get to a a, a place like you did where you're seeking you're you're seeking guidance and, and and there was one point where it feels like you're giving up but it's really it's really letting go of of whatever you were had to let go of the medication the you know, and and entering a new time. I've been there myself as well. So I think that it's wonderful that that you were able to recognize the injurious treatments that you were getting. And I'm not um you know I'm not saying anything against tra- against traditional medicine or whatever. But but you found a totally different way, as I did as well. And I think that that's so important to our listeners because. There is a way, and you were guided by spirit and, and God, and, it, and it's a beautiful journey. So what did you do? So you finally, you know, you obviously that was the turning point. You yeah. recognized how sick you were. You recognized that you were done with medication because oftentimes the side effects of these, sometimes I look at them and I think, how could people do this with you know, with all the injurious might-haves that that could happen any moment. So what did you do to turn your life around into this vibrant health that you're experiencing now?
2: Well, it's like you said. The first thing was to surrender. So the story is about surrendering, and not only surrendering but trusting. I started trusting in nature. I started trusting in God. I started trusting in myself myself. And in my own innate, you know, divine wisdom. So from me, being the go all on the outside, I knew where I had to start. And that was going inward. And yes, the diet, which came later, like I didn't wake up one morning and find a diet. This was even before Facebook. So we had cures on. There wasn't that much of an internet thing all over. So it was me having three sentences in my head this whole time saying, thank you for this healing, show me the way, how can I serve? That's what I clung to. I just said it to myself every day as I lay there. Thank you for this healing, how can I serve? Show me the way. And my diet just changed. Slowly and slowly, I started eating more and more what I see is natural. And there's a lot of discussion out there. And I'm not there to convince anyone of a special diet, just to tell my story and how connected I became to nature, from going back to nature and actually eating what my body was designed to eat. Because as I got more and more spiritually connected, I also felt more and more connected to nature, literally. Not only to liking and loving nature, but to using it. So I started grounding myself. I started going outside more, barefoot, being connected. I started Looking to nature more and studying nature instead of, you know, studying other people's intellectual resonance or philosophies, I started looking at, okay, so we're human and we're supposed to eat, we're supposed to be healthy. Now, what is different between us and other species out there? What is it that our intellect and our diets and this world that we live in have done to us? Why is it only we who have all these diseases, or so, you know, so they call it, why is it only us that are stressed and not living in harmony? Number one, we're the only ones living in high houses, obviously, you know, bombarded by by Wi-Fi and all of that. But also, we're the only ones not eating a species-specific diet, I found. I started to study how we're made from God. I started to study... How our teeth, our salvia, our our intestines, our stomach acid, how all of that is put together. And the more I went towards eating the food that I could see other species that look like us, that have the same makeup as us, were eating, I started finding people who had gone that route. And they called it raw food. They called it raw foods and vegetables, Mm -hmm. even some nuts and seeds. Because when you look at other species, and we were putting down, I mean, I was putting down everything. I mean, Norway, I'm growing up in Norway. That's potato land. And with potato land comes milk and dairy and a lot of meat and fish, of course, but the regular potato, milk, and gravy. Now, that's a plate that's pretty dull in color, right? That's not a lot of color. That's a lot of brown and beige. So I started looking, and I'm like, okay, so we're primates. Literally, literally. We're primates. Our whole makeup, our whole digestive system is made to eat fruit. Now, what will happen if I just eat fruit? I started looking into people who were doing that. I'm like, oh, the disease goes away or their pain goes away. Because me too, I'm not a doctor. so I'm not telling anyone to do anything. You know, um, but I was seeing that was going away and that opened me. That really opened me because then I knew I was on the right path. I just knew it had, you know, it took time because we're so acidic. We have so much crap within us that we're holding on to. And I figured out, you know what, it's not really that much about what we're eating per se. It's about what we, you know, what we shouldn't be eating. And even more, it's about what we're not letting go of. So that goes for everything within our life, not only in the spiritual realm or in the emotional, you know, most people know this that you have to let go. There's been a lot of talk about you have to let go. You have to forgive and let go. You have to let go of everything that's serving you. Well, when you have a body that's been holding on to stagnant lymph and acidity for maybe 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, it's going to take some work to let that go. And the more I... Pour out of me. You won't believe what came out of me. I mean, we're full of parasites. We're full of liver stones. We're just not naturally flowing. We're stagnant. We're constipated, literally constipated. Um, so, so that let, was let, my initial finding.
1: And I, you know, I, I think that's important. But it's fascinating that you looked at other animals that are that that are like us in some way like the primates and really started to study what they ate and, and got connected to nature and what's unfortunate in our societies is that we are so much bombarded by advertising for if that are that's enticing us into foods that are so injurious to our health and and I looked at something the other day, and I one serving of of this that I thought was initially healthy had over five hundred something uh, of, of sodium mg's of so like that's and how yeah. and that's just one serving, and I thought I can't yeah. buy this. This is ridiculous. Who I mean, yeah. why
2: would I want to buy yeah.
1: so much? Sleep? Okay, so. So, one of the things I think that people need to do is pay attention to look at labels, look at what they' you know what what they 're buying, and really see what 's happening. Something that you did too that 's very important is you got your answers from within, not everybody knows to do that you follow you know our bodies like you said beautifully can give us when we really pay attention the right information as to what we need can you describe a little bit i know that again you're we're we're not we're not telling anybody what they should eat or whatever or or diagnosing for any but what you mean by raw foods and what you're doing now in terms of the raw food diet that's been helping you kind of balance your health in so many different ways sure
2: sure okay So first of all, I just want to mention, like, like a really quick note on the label of labeling thing, because even most of what's in there is not on the label. You know, there are I think 60 or 70 percent of ingredients uh, the companies are not. uh, They don't have to label. There are only certain things that have to be on the label. So to me, number one is this: real food have no label. If there's a label, you don't want it. Literally. I mean, seriously. Real food is what you, you see. It has grown. It's whole. That's, that's food. Everything else is a man-made composition that has been altered. You know, and the body. Do you know, this is fascinating, they have studies saying that even eating cooked food, your white blood cell count will go up. The body is recognizing this as something foreign that it does not want within its body. Just as a sign up, which is, uh, you know, it's interesting. Yes, yes. Um, And back to my own diet and what I see. Well, the thing is this our body runs on carbon. So I'm not going to get too technical here, but it runs on carbon, meaning sugar. That's our fuel. Has always been, will always be. That's our fuel. So if you go on a ketogenic diet, meaning you're staring away from the carbs, you're just making it harder for your body to make its own sugar from the fats. You would die without it. So the body is a survivor, you know, but we want to go from some viral to thriving. What I found was after I found also the good Dr. Morse, I have to give him credit because he's been my mentor. Um, I'm also, you know, an herb lover and, and that's another show, but, once I realized that the body uses simple sugars to fuel every cell in the body, I thought, why not go the quickest way? You take the sugar right from the food, fruit, fruit, you eat it, you're fueled. Done. Okay. So that was easy, and that's what I do. But what I see is when you come from a standard American diet or a sad diet that it's called, Eating, just, just diving into fruit. That's why I don't, I don't even recommend people jumping right over like that because when we're so constipated, meaning your intestine is so coated with mucus, so much parasites and fungus, the fruit is not going to be digested quickly enough. Therefore, it can easily ferment. So slowly transitioning to a healthier diet is always the way to do it because to be able to actually be fueled by that amazing natural food, the body needs to be able to do that. So transitioning is important, and that's when people ask me, where do I start, which I think is very important because, like you said, okay, you can go into the body and it will know what. When you're filled with parasites, 12-inch-long worms, and don't freak out because we all have them. (laughs) When you're fueled on that and fungus, there are so many beings in you, an open house Mm -hmm. party of uninvited guests that is telling (laughs) you what you can confuse with being your own cravings. They are crying for the processed carbs. They are crying for the for the the, the pasta or or the meat. That's what they need to survive. They don't want to die like anyone else. So the way that I see it, to start even being able to connect with yourself is to clean out first. And going on a detoxification diet, it's not going on a diet for a couple of weeks that is going to detoxify you. It is a life change that is just going to enforce the body's ability to, to detoxify because it does that, all the time, 24-7. It's not something that a diet will do. You can't take anything or drink a tea and detox. That's a misconception. The body always detoxes. But you can stop what you're doing that is hindering it from cleansing so that it can go back to what it's supposed to be doing, taking all the crap out so they can start regenerating and bringing more life and light in. So you start the same way. If you want to change, get yourself a juicer and you start making a good morning juice. Just by doing that, you're introducing more vitality, high-vibrating energy to yourself, and your body recognizes that and is going to tell you, I want more of this. So you can easily start by just putting some good, some, some, some new good um, habits in, and then you're on your way. You'll get clearer, and once you get a little bit clearer, you're more connected, you get more connected, you're more intuitive, you get more intuitive. Then you're on your way because this needs to come from you. Following a diet plan, that's why it never works.
1: You know, I think you said sentence. so much that's important, and and I want to emphasize something because it, we do need to cleanse. And when people are doing that, they need to recognize that that, like you said, you can't. You have to do it slowly because otherwise, you know, people. I know some of the symptoms, you can feel like you have flu-like symptoms, you could feel fatigue, mm-hmm. or, but this is just yeah. getting rid of all the toxicity yes. that's within yes. the body that, that really needs to be released. So you've got to do that gently with yourself uh, or yeah. you'll be, exactly. be really sick. And that's, a, that's yeah. really important.
2: So it's a, it depends what, on, on the strength of your eliminative organs, you know, bottom line. Right. How, how much right. you can do and how quickly you can do it. Yeah.
1: Now, you've also worked with other people to help them get, and everybody's in a different place in terms of a different stage of mm-hmm. their health or whatever, right? Yeah. So when you're working yeah. with people, how do you access that information? How do you know what somebody needs, like what I need versus what, what Jane needs or or, ha- mm-hmm. or, or
2: yeah.
1: Martin needs, whatever, yeah. when, you, when you're working yeah. with them?
2: Yeah, Well, we all need the same, believe it or not, because we are the same. We just have different weaknesses. So we need um, a little different makeup to get there. So exactly what you're saying. Well, what I do is I have every client fill out an extensive health history form. Nothing technical, but I want to know everything about you. I want to know what you've lived, what you eat, what you didn't eat. I want to know your upbringing. I want to know your traumas, how you were at school, friends. I want to know every symptom you have or have had, so we have a very easily to fill out form, so I get a really clear picture of who you know who you are and how, what you've lived. On top of that, I'm an iridologist, so I look at your eyes, you send me a picture of your eyes, and your eyes have a map of everything going in your, you know, going on in your body. So when I see these two um, together, I can look at, okay, where are your weakness? So we'll strengthen those with some herbs um, and other tools that I have, and then We'll start slowly and gently to cleanse out, you know, all the obstructions that we can see so that the symptoms go away. little, you know, up, that's what we want. You know, most people don't really care too much about how, they just want to feel better. So that's, you know, the strategy that I use. But the very, very important component is this, and I think it's very interesting because we're talking about diet now, but really we're not. Why? When I work with someone, The first month, yes, you're changing, you know, literally we're making so many new habits and it takes around 30 days for a body to make a new habit. Now, after that, I see close to 80, 85% of my clients, this is all pinned down to completely different issues than food or, you know, being able to stick with the diet. Most of the time, the issues are related to relationships, related to issues that goes way beyond food and way beyond those type of habits, because what's holding us back from doing what's best for us. is always, you know, some form of self-sabotage. So uh, that's why I'm also a mindset coach, because I found that it was always about the mindset because that's where it's hard. You know, you have people suffering today and, and they know, I mean, the internet is out. The information is out. There's so much information even too much information. But there's always a reason why we're holding back or, you know, we have fears, we fear change. And that will come to the surface. Once you start doing better and the body starts detoxifying, it will detoxify on every level. Like you can't lose weight on one thigh. I tell people, you know, if you want to lose weight, it's it's systemically. And you're detoxing systemically, meaning every weak cell in your body will be let go of. It's always survival of the fittest. The body will shred everything that is not worth hanging on to. And in those cells, we have all the memories of everything that we have lived and are living. So we will get our whole life in our face, so to speak, and we'll have to be ready to heal. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that because... Most of the time we want to control everything, saying, well, I want to feel better. I want my shoulder to be perfect. Or I don't want to have arthritis or MS or I don't want to have diabetes anymore. But I want to keep my job even though I'm not happy there. Or I want to do this. So we have this control uh, issue that doesn't work when you go to nature and ask for healing because you will get it. You just have to be ready to receive it.
1: You know, I think that's so important. And and the mind and the emotions are so linked to our physicality. And oftentimes, I'm not saying everybody, but oftentimes what people eat is is fueled by emotion and by, you said, by habit and by what they've learned rather than, than taking a look at something that that is really healthier and and more vibrant and we were talking a little bit about energy yeah. and and when you're fueling your body with what it needs that level of vibrancy of energy cuz you were talking earlier about what you were going through and, and your own challenges, and you were so depleted. You didn't have the energy to do all that you, you set out to do. So I think it is so important to, to relate this to mindset and, and, and pull it all together like you do. I think that's wonderful. So tell – go ahead. I'll ask my question, Esther. What were you going to say?
2: Oh, I was going to say this is short about culture because food – is also culture. Food is everything to very many people. It is for comfort. It's when you're scared. It's for social. It's Some people do it to get recognition. Some do it as the only thing they know how to be kind to someone is to make them a meal. We have put food into having so many phases in our lives that has nothing to do with what it's there for, being fuel for our bodies. We, have, we use this as a substitute for being ourselves, for being authentic, for allowing ourselves to be free and happy. And that's what's going to happen. If you are dairy enough, if you're bald enough, if you're crazy enough in this world to break free from the herd that is just walking down the, you know, the, pavement, down the road towards the hospital or towards uh, you know, old folks home, whatever. Again, I'm not a doctor. That's where everybody's going. If you're so-called quote-unquote crazy enough to break free from that, it takes the balls, literally. It takes you to be able to stand in yourself. And that's where I think, you know, coaches like us, there's a lot of work out there because there's, you need to have that hand come and say, hey, you know, you're not alone. You're not alone in that. Right. There's a different way. You don't have it to suffer. You don't have to feel that pain and you don't have to have a friend that agrees with you. You don't have to have a hubby or a mother that supports you. This is your life, and you can do it, and we are many. We're all doing it alone. We're always alone. Yet together, we're always stronger. But we need to be able to face our aloneness. Only there can we, you know, hear the voice and hear ourselves.
1: But when we're alone like that, as you and I both know, that, that we get that guide, that inner guidance. So on some level, we're yeah. not alone because we, we yeah. can access. Okay, that totality. You'd say something yes. very interesting. Step out of the illusion of dis ease. So yes. let's talk about what you mean by the I find that fascinating and true at the same time. So, what do you mean yes. for our listeners, the illusion of dis ease?
2: Yeah. What I mean by that is this. Remember, a so called disease is nothing but a set of symptoms. Set into an organized plan to support medic- medicating. That that's that's what's actually for. I mean, this is not me. And again, I'm not you know against medicine or anything. And I think there are amazing doctors out there, amazing surgeons, and you know we need the ER, all that. But I'm talking about diseases. And today, a disease is what we also call chronic. You don't call you know like you have an acute uh, infection from a spider bite. You don't call that a disease. That's acute. Disease means chronic. And when you say chronic, you say also not curable. When you say chronic, meaning you will have to live with this. You can control the symptoms by taking a drug, but you'll have to come back for more, come back for more, come back for more. So that's what I call an illusion. There are no diseases, meaning that's just a label on a set of symptoms. And all the risk is a body that's out of balance at that very time. There is nothing that cannot change. In fact, the only thing we can be sure of is that change happens every single second. And I've never seen anyone or anything that couldn't change their health for the better if they stepped into it, out of it, and embraced you know, the whole process. So to me, this ease is a fearful illusion of keeping us stuck into disempowerment, not having control, or not having um, hope, uh, or faith in the body that it will heal. We are used to looking towards authority, with uh, you know, from the outside, um, often driven by fear that we're not good enough, or that we don't know enough. And so many labels and names are made. You know, you can't even pronounce that. And of course, you're going to feel superior to that. You know, I mean, inferior to that. You can't even pronounce you know, the name. I mean, they so must know better, right? that are so interesting.
1: There, there right, and you know what's so interesting? There are so many new, so-called new diseases that come out mm-hmm. every year. New names for these new. You know, I, I, I'm amazed at. Oh well, this is called this, and like,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> it's yeah. mind-boggling. Yeah.
2: It, it truly yeah. is. So the the thing oh. in the body, the, the way the body works is like this. If you are Okay, look at it this way. You have blood. Everybody knows that we have blood. Now, the blood is like the kitchen of the body. So it takes all the nutrients to every cell. We know this. We look to the blood for everything. Well, if the pH of the blood wasn't perfect, we'll all be dead. So the blood is the kitchen. Now, the lymph system, we have three times more lymph in the body than we have blood. Nobody talks about it. It's a sewer system. It takes out all the crap. And If you don't take crap out of your house, you know what it's going to look like. First of all, it's going to smell. You can't even stay there. It's going to be filled with parasites and invaders of everything. That's what our bodies look like. When our kidneys are not filtering out the waste, when our adrenals are down, can't do the job. Again, this is another show because I won't go into it too much, but the thing is, that's where we're at. Now, why do we get different diseases from that? What I see is this. We all come with a set of weaknesses from birth. You can look at your parents. That's why so many call things. You know, like it's genetic or my mom had like the whole family had that. Well, you're born with the same weaknesses, meaning when you get clogged up, your body is going to show you symptoms at the weakest link, always the weakest link. So that doesn't mean to me that you can't regenerate. The body can regenerate anything. So even though your whole family had it for 1700 years, it doesn't mean that you need to walk forward with it. Uh, and that's the freedom. And saying this ease is an illusion, to me, I use it, you know, number one, to get into a discussion about it, and number two, saying you don't have to believe in that reality because it doesn't have to be your truth, meaning you can walk forward no matter what label they put on what you're experiencing right now. You know, I'm and that's so... As, as not a doctor.
1: <laughs> right. No, but that's so important because you and I have experienced be, having labels for certain presumed diseases yeah. that we have and whatever, and have sought alternative ways, healthier ways for our bodies to to heal that. And yeah, I don't see it anymore as a disease. <laughs> well, I didn't in the beginning. Yeah. That yeah. was just a label that somebody put on, you know, put on on like you said symptoms that were recurring. We could go on yeah. with for this. And with you for hours because you're so (laughs) informative, you have so much information and enthusiasm about what you're doing. It just comes through so beautifully. So tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, how they can get a hold of your book, how they could sign up to get healthier and to really receive your inspiration and the knowledge that you have in terms of, of health and wealth because they go together beautifully.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much for that. Well, um, I am inspired by Hilda with an E. So inspiredbyhildi.com is my website. It has tons of information. And just by remembering that, you'll probably find me any, you know, anywhere after that. It has links to Facebook. I have a YouTube channel, a lot of videos there. You'll, you can go to the Work With Me page, and you'll find all the different things you can sign up for. And the most popular thing is actually the membership site. Um, but, again, you find it on my, you find it on my website. Uh, other than my website, I would check out definitely my YouTube channel. There, I'm not Inspired by Hilda there. I'm Hilda Larson, which is my name. But there is a link to my website. So I'm pretty easy, inspiredbyhildy.com. And how do people get a hold of your books? Oh, yeah, my books. Well, they're everywhere you buy books. So Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, if you go online you can get them a hardback, you know, soft uh, ebook. Uh, so they're From Hell to Inspired, which is my story, which tells, you know, right from my gut, really authentic, what I lived through, the hell, the uh, what I did to get better, everything. Then Know the Truth and Get Healthy is a step by step guide. Because people are asking me, What do I do for this? What do I do for that? So it has a lot of information about health. About the diet, about everything I did, but it also has, you know, broken everything down. It has a diet plan. It has what to do if this happens, and all that good stuff. And then I wrote the No More Bullshit book, which actually should have been the first one, which is more of a <laughs> awakening to your own self book. It um, is a very happy book, so it's not like an angry book at all. It takes you from being challenged, you know, seeing the world and manipulation and what we're going through, what we're believing, false beliefs, self-sabotage, all that. And the book takes you to the end where you're learning how to write your own life manifesto. So it's supposed to be a releasing book of awakening, inspiration, and then knowing how to act and to put everything into action, because that's what I'm about. And that's what I do in my membership group. I have challenges every month. It could be declutter your life. It could be how to juice. It could be You know, heal your kidneys. It could be heal your gut. I have, you know, real challenges. You get 70 pages to download and to really follow. And I made 12 of them so that you can take a whole year and just go through every part of your life, you know, from your mindset, emotion, physical, your environment, and really build strength through education. Because I found unless you own it and learn the why and the how, it it doesn't stick, you know? It's like learning through experience is the only way to really learn. Everything you just read, eh, not so much. So, yeah.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. You are a wealth of information and so vibrant and energetic, and thanks for all you do to help people heal themselves and feel empowered enough to do so and to trust, their own knowledge to be able to feel healthy, be, be healthy, and, and help to make a beautiful effect on others. Thanks again for all that you do.
2: Oh, thank you, John. That, I'm so honored to you know, be on your show. I, I really, really appreciate you going out there, spreading such wonderful message, such an amazing energy. And, I mean, you're such a bliss, blessing to all your listeners.
1: Well, you are a blessing to me and to so many. So thank you so much, Hilde Larson. You are a gift and you are an inspiration. Have a beautiful day, my friend.
2: Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste.
1: So if you've missed anything of this wonderful story, this Hilde Larson, everything that she's talked about in terms of getting your health back, you can – go to blog talk radio you can go to my website doc white d o c w h i t e dot org and also go to her wealth web, blah, 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 sorry her website inspired by Hilda Hilde want to make sure i 'm pronouncing it right and remember that you have the ability and the power that 's why we call this show power your life to really change. It's not something that somebody has to do from outside. You have it, and you have so many answers to your own health that's within you. So remember to empower yourself each and every day. And as Hilda was talking about, even start, if you're starting to change your diet or starting to to eat more healthy foods, raw foods, remember to do it slowly, to take care of yourself as you're getting rid of that toxins. Be patient and be loving and be kind to you. And we're shifting gears. Next week, we have Lisa Ascolese, who is the inventress, May 16th, and she can teach you and tell you how you can take your creative ideas and share them beautifully with the world. And you all have wonderful ideas, and so much richness within you. And now's your time to share it. Thanks so much for joining us, and have a blessed day, blessed evening, wherever you are. Shine your light.
0: You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire.